Welcome Welcome. to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. And it is my privilege, my pleasure, my, I don't know, I lost my groove here. (laughs) I'm glad to be here, and I'm glad that you're here. I want to share with you a poem. I've had computer trouble all morning, so I don't have a monologue written out because my computer just said, nope, not going to work today. But here is a poem that I did get looked up before the computer decided to uh, uh, take charge. (laughs) America, love it or leave it. America, love it or leave it. But don't criticize the rules. Don't sit in judgment of ones who think fools, of ones you think fools. Our government needs to know many folks disagree, following the lesser group than a majority. They seem to be real scared of losing a vote or two, so they listen intently to just a chosen few. Schools are no longer safe, as we witness day by day. They removed God and his commandments to allot the Bible's just a play. If you don't like our country, the homeland of the free, please move away from my home, our country, God and me. Now that was written by uh, Terry Rutledge. I'm not sure when he wrote that, but I was able to uh, do a little research and find that today. And today we're going to have Don Jans back with us. He was my guest on July the 4th and July the 5th, and we talked about rights and entitlements. And by golly, it took us two days to get through it. And <laughs> we're going to talk about that same topic again today. As we watch all these candidates campaigning for your vote, they're making lots and lots of promises of free stuff. When I was doing the search and looking for the uh, poem that I shared with you, I found an extremely, well, it's old now, but this article was written in 2012, and it was actually written by a, a liberal left person. And they were going after the conservatives. Now, he talked about times, uh, and it was love it or leave it, America, love it or leave it. In this article, he talked about times when the left were doing their um, protests. And he talked about the Vietnam War era and some other times back then. And then he said, now it's overturned. It's, it's gone the other direction where the conservatives are doing all the violent. Now, this was in 2012 that this was written. And what he's calling violent is the shouting at, at uh, Tea Party events. But I had, to, I had to bold this sentence out of here. Now, he uses some pretty foul language in here, which I will not share. But he says here the irony, meaning that all of a sudden it has switched back in 2012. And people were upset. If you remember, we were pretty upset about national health care, a.k.a. Obamacare. 
But he says now it's the right conservatives who are so very hostile to our democratic laws. In fact, they're so hostile that they aren't just symbolically attacking our constitutional system of national government. They are literally attacking it, actually driving it to its knees. And he was talking about the Obamacare Act. The Affordable Care Act is what he called it, which was passed by both houses of Congress, signed by the president and sanctioned by the U.S. Supreme Court. It is the right wing. It is the far right wing that has engineered a substantial crippling of the federal government. Well, I folded that in italics that because what he's talking about is true. We were upset and we're still upset about it. We're we're upset because it's unconstitutional. It doesn't matter that it passed the House and the Senate and the Supreme Court put a stamp of approval on it. Just because they said it doesn't make it constitutional. And that's what all the hoop and holler was about and still is because it's still there. It's been stripped down a little bit, but it's still there and it's still unconstitutional. It's still spending money taxpayer money. So as I bring on Don, I'm going to make a a quote. I'm going to share a quote. You've all heard this before. It's a very famous quote by a very famous Democrat who actually lost his life. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We don't hear anything like that today coming out of the mouths of any of our politicians, really. And so I'm going to bring Don John, Don Jans on, and we're going to talk about the rights versus the entitlements. Don, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Sometimes I think, though, Beth Ann, that to be a prognosticator and be accurate is not a good thing. And and I believe no, that it's not to be the case right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not good to be speaking the truth right now. Uh, Tucker Carlson's getting hit pretty hard for what he said last night on his show, and he actually spoke the truth. And so the left that. are upset. Oh, you are, well, it's on YouTube. You you can go watch. In fact, I'll I'll uh, send you I'll send you a link to someone who did an article and a video about it. But he was talking about uh, Omar and her comments and her hate for this nation. And uh, he was just calling her out on it. And so the left are calling him a racist. Uh, He wouldn't be doing that if she was white. And... uh, he had a really good show last night. If you could just go YouTube and watch Great. it, it's you know I'm putting a little plug in for Tucker, and uh, uh, he had a really good show last night. So, but anyway, rights versus entitlements. I mean, go ahead. Yeah, all is not lost. No, it's not. We 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 are we are in we are in a very very strategic time right now. A couple of a couple of things that we have to remember is that. A reason, and probably the reason, why President Trump is so, so hated, why he is constantly demonized, why he's constantly vilified, is because President Trump came in when he wasn't supposed to be elected according to the left. (laughs) When they were going to go ahead and continue their full onslaught of transforming... Remember, Obama promised it, fundamental transformation. Marx talked about transformation, 
and they were transforming the United States. They had everything in line. They had they had their their party state operation in the uh, DOJ and in the FBI and the federal CIA courts and so forth. Yeah, the whole thing. And they were moving along quite well, and all of a sudden, President Obama, uh, Trump comes in, and the whole thing is thrown into an uproar. That's good. That's good. The other thing that I think we have to look at is we have to put things back into perspective and we have to go back through times in history. And what we realize is that nothing is stagnant. The pendulum is always swinging. Moving. Mm-hmm. And, and it's moving now. The question is, and we go back and we look at our founders and they went through Beth Ann, they went through some real, real difficult times. Oh, yeah. Even after the Declaration of Independence, perhaps yes. more so after the Declaration of Independence than before it, they did not give up. They, their, their hope was eternal. Mm. That desire for freedom, that desire for independence, that desire to dictate their own lives and their own thoughts was so, so deep within them. To the point where, of course, Patrick Henry, and he meant it when he said it. This is not just a quote. Patrick Henry meant it when he said it. Give me liberty or give me death. Give me death. And we do have hope. We're headed into a... We do have hope. We, we're headed into a break. We do have hope. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we're visiting today with Don Jans. Rights, entitlements. What are you going to do for your country? And we will be right back. your food fresh and save money with vacuum pack don't just wrap it vacuum pack it tom dolder of the professional marketing group offers superior vacuum sealers their signature unit vacuum pack elite has proven the test of time and will outlast and outperform similar units on the market today store items such as coins collectibles pictures silver or copper with no tarnish no freezer burn no moldy cheese lessen your food waste by 90 percent vacuum pack protects your food and items from oxidation mold and freezer burn every unit they sell has an in-house warranty plus tom offers repair servicing and all accessories their motto if we can't fix it we don't sell it tom dolder has been providing the best vacuum sealers in the industry for many years give tom a call at 1-800-227-3769 and visit his website vacupack.com that's v-a-c-u-pack.com don't just wrap it vacuum pack it Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented MyPillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing. 
manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. Get a two-pack of my pillow premiums for $69.98. That's only $34.99 per pillow, which is the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. This offer is only available at MyPillow.com or call 1-800-978-6168. Use promo code Bethann. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Melody Cedarstrom and CSE Talk Radio team up as Common Sense Voices of Integrity. I personally endorse Melody Cedarstrom to be your trusted go-to expert for all your precious metal needs. Experts agree a financial crisis and even collapse is inevitable. Given our government's lack of economic leadership and self-interest of those in power, it's no longer a question of if you should purchase gold and silver, but if you will purchase gold and silver before it's too late. Melody encourages you to tune in each weekday morning. Visit CSE Talk radio.com we both agree truth and education are the two significant factors in both our missions there is a wealth of misinformation out there let melody and beth ann help you sort through the chaos and bring you home to the truths that will ensure that you and your family are protected call discount gold and silver trading 1-800-375-4188 or online at dgscoins.com melody and beth ann are strong forces together working to preserve liberty and bring america home and we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting today with Don Jans. Don's into this. <clears throat> he's doing what he's doing, the same reason I'm doing what I'm doing, because we value the future of our grandchildren and our great grandchildren. And there is hope, and uh, it lies within the people. And uh, while we uh, believe you need to be in prayer for this president and prayer for this nation, we believe you need to be putting some action to those prayers, some feet to the prayers, as they say. And, Don, we do have hope. You know, when, and I know I have shared this many times, but it made an impression on me. When uh, Patrick Henry gave that um, speech, that famous speech of give me liberty or give me death, that's just one little phrase out of it. Right. It was after he had witnessed the killing, the whipping, the beating of a man. And he asked what he had done to deserve this. And he did die from those, from that whipping. He refused to take a license from the king. He was a pastor to preach. And uh, that's why the First Amendment includes the uh, freedom of religion. Not from but of <laughs> mm-hmm. very critical. and it very critical and i think people don't understand that they don't want to understand it you know the scripture says they will be ignorant on purpose <laughs> by choice and i think that is that is a big problem too as we get into this discussion over entitlements and rights uh people don't seem to know they have bought into the lie of government taking care of them which i'm I've never understood that because we can see by anything the government's had their hand in. It's not been efficient. It's been costly. And it hasn't done what it's supposed to do. (laughs) I can't remember anything other than the military that's been successful. But I'm going to kind of turn it over to you. Yeah. One of the things that that Americans and even even people who who profess to be conservatives and and truly are conservatives, even God-fearing Americans— 
what we've lost sight of, and we've lost sight of it because, because it's been preached against us, and we've lost sight of it because it's not taught in the schools. We've lost sight of how unique the United States really is. We've lost sight that we were founded on a completely different basis from any other government, from any other nation. No other nation have, had ever been founded on the basis upon which we were founded. And what is that? That basis is that we have natural rights that come from our creator, that come from God. Now, this discussion had gone on prior to the United States, prior to the Declaration of Independence, mm -hmm. and it, well, it had really gone on even uh, uh, as far back as Cicero, and we could even trace it farther back than this. It had never been practiced. It had never been practiced. Up until the time of, of the United States, all governments were supreme and were sovereign. And it was considered that all governments have the right because the king, the, the emperor, the, whoever, whoever the ruler was, the government, was seated on the throne because of God, and therefore that ruler had the right to dictate what government would and would not do, what the, what the people would and would not, would not do. And all of a sudden we come along, and in and, and, and the wisdom of, of a Madison and Jefferson and, and uh, even to some extent of a Washington, of a Hamilton, they said, no, guys, that's all wrong. Our rights come from God. Government has no role in those whatsoever other than to protect those rights. And this, this really, really establishes a free society where the people are free, where the people are independent, and where government is there only to serve them to protect those rights. Now, the other, what, what had happened prior to that, Bethany, was this concept that government was supreme. You had to have all of your faith based in that government, based in the king, based in the, you could not speak badly of them. You could not, you could not argue with them. If they said, if they said you walk down to the river and go across it, you walk down to the river and you went across <laughs> it. That was the way it worked. So when we talk about the uniqueness of government, are the uniqueness of the United States, we have to go back and understand that we truly are different. We truly are unique. People. And, go ahead. Well, I was going to say people. <laughs> That's yeah. what makes us unique. I, I, I always like to bring out this little comparison chart between a democracy and a republic. And all we hear from politicians, both left and right, is our democracy. Save our democracy. We've got to protect our democracy. But we were not set up as a democracy. We were set up as a republic, which means the people were in charge. And these that are elected are just supposed to be representatives. What they are doing is they're trying to rule, not represent. But under our republic, it says a republic is similar to a representative democracy, except it has a written constitution and basic rights that protect the minority from being completely unrepresented or overridden by the majority. And, of course, all we've heard since 2016 election is, you know, how the majority didn't rule that we need to do away with the electoral college and it goes on and on and on. 
It also says here the U.S. is actually a republic. It is governed by rule of law. The elected are bound by oath to the written governing limits, um, meaning the Constitution, yet vote together and create laws to address concerns of the representative of the represented in a democratic way. So what we see is these elected officials are not representing the people, but trying to dictate and rule over the people. They believe themselves now to be above us. We're just little peons, just, you know, people that they really don't want to to uh, be bothered with. You're right. And, uh, and uh, they don't see our rights, as you have so wisely stated, that they don't come from them. They don't come from a piece of paper. They come from God. And, of course, that's why they want to deny and do away with him in our society, in our government. It's absolutely correct. And if if I'm on the other side and I believe government is supreme, and this is what the Marxist progressive or the Democrat Party is, is telling us today, that government is supreme. I'm going to do several things. I am going to, I am going to contrast, and I'm going to, to conflate this concept of right and entitlement. And I am going to say that your rights really come from my government, and therefore I can go ahead and I can limit your right to things such as free speech. I can even limit your right to life by saying that a classification of people such as unborn children don't necessarily have the right to life. I can say that certain classes of of, of people do not have the liberty to speak freely. Now, they're saying, they're telling us that government has the right then to limit our God-given rights. This, This concept of democracy and republic, it was debated. It was discussed. It, it didn't just happen. And we can go back, and I believe we can really, really give thanks to Madison that we have a republic, because Madison recognized and understood that any time you have a democracy, you essentially have mob rule. Mob rule. And when you have mob rule, that mob, on an emotional basis, can tell the, the majority or the minority, you can't speak. Now, where do we see this happening today? We see it happening on college campuses. We see it happening in Portland regularly. And we see it being accepted. We see it being accepted. That's, that's the scary part. Not that it's happening you know, the, necessarily, but that it's accepted as and, a and way ex- to control. An example of that is the Antifa attack, terror attack, this uh, last weekend. And those on the left refuse to condemn it. And that is, is scary. Is their ob- <laughs> and their obligation as a part of government is to protect it. And they right. are forsaking their obligation to protect that sacred liberty, saying that no government can control what you have to say and what you don't have to say. They're, they're using these violence uh, organizations 
to scare the people and to make us be quiet. But I'm kind of the opposite. I'm going to be louder. Anyway, we're headed into a break. I'm going to open up the phone lines. 877-895-5410. Your rights versus entitlements. 877-895-5410. And Dawn and Beth Ann will be right back. fathers knew that the heartland would be coveted by those who want the land and its resources or hated by those who simply do not understand its value. It is that simple. And yet today, the humble folks in the heartland are losing jobs and feeling the pressures from an out-of-control bureaucracy as well as outsiders with agendas. From the heartlands of America come our food, manufacturing, and our energy. CSC Talk Radio is a voice crying from the heartland and standing up for rural America. And so is Power the Future. Power the Future is a unique foundation established to be the voice for rural American energy jobs. Daniel Turner is a strong advocate pushing against those who would like to punish rural folks and take their jobs for the sake of climate change or the land and its wealth. I'm proud to be a part of Power the Future and bring Daniel Turner here to you. Our future depends on it. Let's power the future as we bring America home to common sense jobs and give our rural families a voice. Visit PowerTheFuture.us. PowerTheFuture.us is the way to bring America home. There's nothing wrong with global communication. After all, high tech has made our world seem smaller. But now we hear terms such as global governance. Henry Lamb's book, A Short Course in Global Governance, is a clear education, indeed, regarding the importance of knowing and understanding global governance. Do you believe the U.N. should have power over the United States or any other nation? With global governance, there is no sovereign United States of America. Read firsthand and learn the true agenda of global governance. America says... Private property shall not be taken for public use without just compensation. However, global governance says private ownership of land contributes to social injustice. Public control of land use is indispensable. Learn more now. A short course in global governance is only $750. Visit our online store at csctalkradio.com or send $750 to P.O. Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018 for your A Short Course in Global Governance. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for companies that stay with us through thick and thin and pain. Join us as we celebrate the companies who support this nation, support CSC Talk Radio. Our All-American Market page hosts companies who are now affiliates and sponsors of CSC Talk Radio, MyPillow, McCall's Candles, Liberty Tabletop, and there's more to come. Whether you contact them via website or by phone, you have to use the promo code BETHANN. These companies have endured the economic storms of bad trade policies and U.S. regulations, and they have earned your business. They take pride in their products. So visit the new webpage, csctalkradio.com, and click on the All-American Market button. That's csctalkradio.com, All-American Market button. And always use the promo code BETHANN. 
A moment from a founding father. Perpetual debt. Thomas Jefferson warned us of this. We must not let our rulers load us up with perpetual debt. The U.S. lives on debt. Our fiat money is nothing more than IOUs, promissory notes. A genius crime. Over a hundred years ago, Congress relinquished their duty to manage our economy and currency to a non-related government outsider, the Federal Reserve. Congress also decided to put the burden of income tax on we, the people. Life in America changed. Today, the tax we pay are a substantial percentage of our personal incomes. The Federal Reserve controls the economy and currency by debt, and thus debt became accepted rather than rejected. Thomas Jefferson's warning, we must not let our rulers load us up with perpetual debt. Rulers, D.C. occupiers, elected officials, career politicians, the two-party system is now a monopoly. Congress is corrupt. We, the people, must demand Congress to stop the perpetual debt. 202-224-3121. Make your voice heard. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We do have a couple of callers. I'm going to ask you as callers. I usually just let you let you talk as much as you want, but I'm going to ask you to to uh, keep it short so we can uh, get on with the show. Maybe get some other callers in as well. So if you keep your uh, your uh, comment short and sweet, we'd really love that, and we always appreciate hearing from you. We're going to go to Tom in South Carolina. Tom, how are you today? Short enough. I'm going to say are you there? There you are. <laughs> I'm going to say some things that uh, at first might sound a little outrageous, but um, the difference between um, uh, the kinds of government, like republic and uh, democracy, it it still is in, unclear in many people's minds. And so I thought about it a lot, and I think what we have really is a dictatorship. Uh, hmm. We have founding fathers who acted like fathers. They dictated. They said, this is the kind of government you're going to get. They were looking out for themselves and their descendants. This is the kind of government you're going to get. You're going to get a constitution. And uh, this is the law. They laid down the law like tyrants. Uh, but it was good tyranny, good tyranny. Gave us the ability to change it if we were, enough of us were outraged with what was going on or if we saw that it needed to be changed. But I like to look at the constitution as the king or the tyrant are the dictator, and the people that we elect are the go-betweens, between the people and the Constitution. They don't just represent us. They represent the Constitution back to us. There are certain things that people can't vote on and have the politicians do, not rightly. They may uh, get away with it these days, but um, you know the Constitution is the law, and it was given to us by people who acted like fathers and said, this is how it's going to be. Okay, we're going to let Don. Uh, we're going to let Don comment on that. All right. Thank you. Well, thank you, Tom. First of all, when the Constitution was drafted, we had representatives from all of the thir- or from all of the uh, uh, different states. They debated this. They debated it time after For time months. after time. <laughs> Took them several several months to come up with the final with the final document. They then took those they then had it within the constitution itself they had drafted a ratification clause and so that went back to the states to the people and the people actually had to ratify the people had to ratify whether or not they wanted to accept that constitution or not the people said we will not accept that constitution based on the on the on the, on the way it is written 
We will not accept that Constitution unless you include uh, what our rights are, and thus we have the Bill of Rights. So to say that this was put, to say our Constitution came about through a dictatorial method, I don't think is correct. It came about through through um, uh, certain people sitting down as a committee, putting forth an idea, right. and then the people either accepted or refuted that idea. The Constitution is like a king. In fact, when we read the beginning of the Constitution, we the people, and you see those big, big letters, you have to understand that that's the way um, uh, monarchs would open declarations. It would be uh, not we the people, but it would be King George III in those big letters. So, so your premise that, 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 that it is like a king is correct, and it becomes the rule of law. That is the overall governing law of the land. So that premise, I agree with exact, uh, absolutely. But our, our, our founders were not dictatorial in any means, way, shape, or form. And, and they were the leaders of the time. And I, I, th- I think Tom's uh, uh, analogy of that was they were the ones leading and they were the ones uh, calling the shots, so to speak. They're the ones that met with the representatives, as you say, uh, that they met for months and months and argued and bickered and, and carried on for months and months. And they didn't have Fox and CNN back there to cover it all, I guess. But uh, it went on for a very, very long time because they couldn't agree because they did not want to fall into this uh, tyranny and this uh, 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 dictatorship once again under that they had under the king. And, and, and I think it's critical also that we talk about about why they re, why they insisted upon a a republic and not a democracy mm-hmm. and this was debated and they talked about how we how do we elect and, and how do we govern and how do we run and so forth but but they understood that a dictator or a democracy always and you can go back and read their quotes you can go back and read it always a dic- or a democracy always becomes tyrannical always and I think we're seeing that, even though we're supposed to be a republic, it has been falling uh, to the wayside because of the representatives and the senators that are not doing their job. And uh, that's, that's why we've ended up in this chaos. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate it so much. We're going to go to Joe in Arkansas. Joe, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm getting by still. And how are you, Bethan? I'm doing great. Thank you. Hey, that's good to hear. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Okay, I completely agree that people have no right or entitlement to things like health care or education or money income or things like that that are products of other people's labor that the socialists say we should have as rights. But there's one right or entitlement that really makes sense to me as a natural right or entitlement that if it was actually that nobody ever considers, I find nobody ever, ever thinks about this or considers it. Uh, But I think if but it makes sense to me as a natural right. And if it was actually put into practice, I think it would do an awful lot towards alleviating a lot of problems in this country, like homelessness, homelessness and poverty and so on, like, and dissatisfaction with the system and so on like that. So I'd like to get this idea out. You know, we okay. all know that there's certain forms of wealth that are God-given, freely given by God, and that people consider we have a right to use freely. We have a natural right, you know, to the free use of, like air, for instance. 
Uh, that's given by God. It's not the product of anybody else's labor. We have the right to breathe it. We have the right to pump up our tires with it, you know, and so on like that. Use it freely. Uh, things like sunlight, you know, that's a form of wealth. We have the right to use the sunlight freely, you know, to grow our garden or to get a suntan or to put up a solar panel and get solar p- power and things like that. So that's another form of wealth that the Creator freely gives us, you know, that people generally consider people have a right to the free use of. Uh, another one is water. You know, water falls out of the sky, water is running in creeks and rivers and so on like that. And it seems like everybody considers people have a natural right to freely take, you know, a reasonable amount of that water you know, to use however they want. And so I think another one like this is land. You know, the land is not the product of anybody else's labor, but it was freely given to us by the Creator for the use of everybody. But land is always treated as a commodity that you can't have any of whatsoever. And everybody needs land. Everybody needs land to live on and to work on to make a living. But it's all land is always treated as a commodity that you have no right to possession of any of whatsoever unless you can pay a very 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 high price for it these days it's very expensive these days it didn't used to be so expensive but um i think if it would be considered that people have a natural right to enough land you know to have a house and to grow a garden to support themselves say about a half acre seems to me about right then if, if that wasn't considered a natural right then I think that would go a long way towards alleviating a lot of the dissatisfaction with the system, a lot of the poverty, and a lot of the homelessness in this country. So I think that's something people ought to consider, that maybe people have do have a natural right or entitlement to just enough land, you know, to scratch out a living on and to live on. And all the other land I'd put on the free market to buy and sell, you know, just like it is now. But the people do have that a natural right to that much land. So I want to put that out that idea out there. Your comments are welcome. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate the call. We're going to let Don join in on that. Oh, we'll be, hang on. I hear the commercial music. Hang on. I don't want to get you started okay. and, then, and then not be able to finish. We're headed into a break. I'm going to close the phone lines for just now so because we are headed into the final segment of today's show. And, and we're going to address what uh, Joe had said just now about these natural rights being air, sunlight, water, and land. And uh, you're... Welcome to uh, to join us uh, any other time, but I'm going to close the phone lines for now on the last segment so that Dawn can have a little time to talk. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're talking about our Constitution, and we're talking about God-given rights versus entitlements, and we will be right back. Founding fathers knew that the heartland would be coveted by those who want the land and its resources or hated by those who simply do not understand its value. It is that simple. And yet today, the humble folks in the heartland are losing jobs and feeling the pressures from an out-of-control bureaucracy as well as outsiders with agendas. From the heartlands of America come our food, manufacturing, and our energy. CSC Talk Radio is a voice crying from the heartland and standing up for rural America. And so is Power the Future. Power the Future is 
is a unique foundation established to be the voice for rural American energy jobs. Daniel Turner is a strong advocate pushing against those who would like to punish rural folks and take their jobs for the sake of climate change or the land and its wealth. I'm proud to be a part of Power the Future and bring Daniel Turner here to you. Our future depends on it. Let's power the future as we bring America home to common sense jobs and give our rural families a voice. Visit PowerTheFuture.us. PowerTheFuture.us is the way to bring America home. You're familiar with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. Beyond the battles are beauty and pictures and words that will take you to another place and time. CJ and Range Magazine have produced a line of hardbound books that should be a part of your home library. The most recent publication is Cowboys and Critters, containing unique photos of the people and animals that make up the ranching world. These beautiful books, which make fantastic gifts, have won numerous awards, such as the prestigious Wrangler Award, first place in journalism, Will Rogers Gold Medal Award. So many honors, great photos, and wonderful poems and stories of the West. Reflections of the West, brush strokes and balladeers, the M-Bar, the call of the cow country. You can't resist the art and cowboy poetry books. Visit rangemagazine.com for a complete list of prices. Call 1-800-RANGE-4-U. That's 1-800-726-4348. Be sure to let them know Beth Ann sent you. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee They'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors. And like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6168. And use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. When I think of bringing America home, I think of family sitting around the table. As a young girl, it was my job to set the table. Setting the table meant tablecloth, plates, drinking glasses, and the flatware, which had to be placed correctly on the respective sides of the plates. Regardless of the time of year, sitting down at the table is an American thing to do. It's great family. Liberty Tabletop can help you set your table. They are the only flatware manufacturer in the United States of America. Using high-quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel, all that and with competitive prices. When you order, use the promo code BETHANN to receive 10% off of your order. Visit LibertyTabletop.com or give them a call the old-fashioned American way, 844-386-2338. That's 844-386-2338. Use the promo code Bethann and receive 10% off your purchase. Let's set the table and bring America home. have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. I'm going to turn it over to Don so he could kind of address what Joe was saying about the natural wealth. He didn't call natural rights, natural wealth being air and sunlight and water and possibly land. That, that statement 
it is so it, it, it's so full of so much <laughs> and it really is the basic heart of of the argument between natural rights and government and and, and uh, entitlements keep in mind the natural right is something given to us by god if i have some you can't you you, you uh, if i have liberty you, you you have liberty if i have right to life you have right to life my right to life doesn't take from your right to life nice the the concept of who can control it has been going on forever. Um, Hobbes argued that the reason we need or that government is necessary because people will not respect the natural rights of others. So that if I'm sitting out here with a piece of property and you want my property, if there's no government, Hobbes said that it's the natural propensity of people to go and kill me to get my property. Um, uh, or, or an old cowboy, from, and, you know, in the old cowboy, in the old West shows, you saw where they shut off the water so that your land couldn't get the water flow that was coming down. And uh, so they took your water flow away. And well, that's still going on in this nation. It's, it's just the government doing it or local correct. governments that are doing it. Mm-hmm. That's, well, where, where, Locke, where Locke comes in and says, no, people are basically good. And if I own mm-hmm. a piece of property, other people, for the most part, will respect that property. And so we've had this we've had this argument for a long time. Now we come to we come to what the socialists say, and the socialists say that everybody has to conform, everybody has to be alike, everybody has to be equal. And this is what Karl Marx meant when he talked about a classless society. So he said that government will dictate how everybody will live, and government will dictate that everybody should have a small piece of land, that everybody will have a garden in the back of their property, that everybody will 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 have a small house that conforms to our that conforms to our uh, way of living, and that everybody will adhere to what we the government say is right, and you will have your own little piece of heaven supposedly, and that's socialism. And the 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 free and we tried socialism. We tried socialism to a certain extent when we had these when we had out in Oklahoma, when we had people run out and they could get their 200 acres or 230 acres or whatever <laughs> they were going to get because they planted because they planted their flag. So we've seen this, and you know that was successful. However. The there was a lot of cheating team. going on. How <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of cheating going on. Were there a few people that might have been shot? <laughs> there might have been. There might have been yeah. a few bloodsheds, yes. And, and so the question comes in is, will we have a government that dictates to us where, what, and how we are to live? Or will we have a free, uh, a, 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 a free society where we all determine what we all have? If I don't want land, if I want to rent a house, and I don't want to grow a garden. I shouldn't have to do that. If you want to, you should. What we see happening is when the free enterprise system works, and we saw it in we saw it in Oklahoma, we saw it throughout the United States, that eventually there are some people who have a natural propensity to build and they will acquire more and more land. And this is what happened when Jamestown was founded. When Jamestown was founded, it didn't work. It was a it was a it was a society much like Joe had described, and it failed. And all of a sudden, the people 
uh, from the Virginia company came in and said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give each of you 50 acres of land. You can buy it. You can sell it from each other. And if you want to buy more land and, and grow, uh, grow larger, we'll allow you to buy more land from us. And people begin to flourish. So what, what, what the concept being is that everybody has to have the ability to do to what they want to do, to grow the way they want to do. That's the free enterprise system. Government shouldn't dictate that certain people have to have certain properties. Government should not dictate that certain people have to do certain things. That is socialism. That is communism. And everybody and, and, you should know, have the right to acquire what they want. Well, I get exactly what Joe was trying to say. When you look at the diversity and the the, the land, the, the different topography that we have in this United States, a half acre here in the state of Missouri, you'd more likely get some good land. And you could do mm-hmm. a lot with just a half an acre. A half an right. acre in, say, Montana or out west not going to do you much good. So you <laughs> You're going to need a little bit more than that to do anything. So, yeah. you know, the, it, you know, and that's just the difference of where we are, you know. And uh, but I do understand kind of what he was trying to say. Um, and it has been tried and, and it never works. It always goes no. into a dictatorship. And I kind of understand what Tom was saying. We're almost the way that Congress is misbehaving. We're almost in a dictatorship, not from the president, but from Congress. You know, presidents come and go. We have bad ones. We have good ones. We have mediocre ones. But Congress is there constantly. And right now what they're doing, Don, and I know you know this, and, and uh, we, we can get into some more of this again another day. But they're yelling at the president. They're yelling at, at the Border Patrol and ICE for carrying out laws for for. Uh, implementing the laws that they wrote. Congress wrote them. And it just blows my mind that nobody calls them out on that. There's two comments I'd like to make on that. First of all, Trey Trey Gowdy, the other, or today, yesterday, I believe it was, made the statement that Congress is making itself irrelevant. Oh, yeah. And, 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 And Trey Gowdy, I think he's absolutely right on that. But... One of the things that has to take place in this transformation, the fundamental transformation uh, uh, Obama said where where uh, he would bring about, is that you have to, you absolutely have to tear down the the functions of a a, uh, capitalist government. You have to tear it down. You have to break down the very functions of it. If you can't have... An army that was a capitalist army, you have to transform that into a red army, is what Lenin said. And this is what I think we see happening with the attacks on our border patrol, on our police force, on ICE. I think we're seeing that attack saying that we can't have this protective type of of um, uh, control, we the, we the socialists, and the Marxist progressive, the Democrat Party is a socialist um, party. Make no yes, ma- make are. no mistake about that. When we look, and at many, those, when we look, I'm I'm hearing the music. We're out of time, but I was gonna I was also gonna oh. say there's many of them on the Republican side of that aisle that are globalist socialists yes. as well. They're just wearing yes. a uh, a disguise. 
Um, they yeah. don't vote or they vote silently, and it just goes on and on and on. Anyway, John, thank Don, thank you so much. <laughs> I got all tongue-tied. Thank you so much for being here with us. We'll have you back again real soon to continue this conversation. I just think it's so important for us to realize where we came from, what we really are, and how can we bring it back, bring America home. CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? Looking to have your business reaching out from sea to shining sea? Advertise with CSC Talk Radio. Believe in your product? Let Beth Ann be your personal spokesperson to properly brand your product and company. It's simple, easy, and affordable. Grow your business, grow common sense, and together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send email to beth at csctalkradio.com. Gold and silver have been the foundation of wealth for individuals and nations the world over. The history of man is packed with coins, jewelry, and artifacts that have spoken to the intrinsic value esteemed in gold and silver due to their rarity, durability, and usefulness. I'm proud to call Melody Cedarstrom a friend and honored. Discount Gold and Silver Trading is a loyal sponsor of CSE Talk Radio, a Christian company founded on the principles of truth and honesty. Melody provides quality products, quality service, and competitive pricing. Let Melody's over 20 years of experience in gold and silver trading be your investment guide from precious metals purchases to precious metals ira whether you want to buy or sell melody and her team at discount gold and silver will assist you and make sure you get the best deals possible call melody and tell her thank you for sponsoring cse talk radio and then let her know you want her to be your gold and silver dealer visit melody online at dgscoins.com or just give her a call at 1-800-375-4188 that's 1-800-375-4188 CSC Talk Radio is making available two pocket-sized booklets which will arm you with the truth. President Lincoln said, study the Constitution, let it be preached from the pulpit, proclaim the legislatures and enforced in courts of justice. The Citizen's Rule Book is a pocket-sized booklet containing the Bill of Rights, our Constitution, and much more, explaining our rules, a must-read and a convenient to carry. Keep one in your pocket, one in your car, and one in your purse. The second punch of power is Sheriff Richard Mack's victory for state sovereignty. Weekday afternoons, rub shoulders with trusted voices of truth and insight. The American Mutsos Show with Eric Mutsos. The Read Hour with Lawrence W. Reed. Loving Liberty with Brian Hyde. The Liberty Effect with Ammon Bundy. And Stranger Than Fiction with Ralph DeLugas. Right here on the Loving Liberty Radio Network.